everybody. This is Dan. And this is Brian. And we're here to talk today about accountability. So, Brian, uh, through all the different stuff you've done here at Emeticis, um, tell me a little bit about accountability. You know, I think when I think about the term accountability and how we've defined that over the years, I feel like we've defined it in several different ways. There's an opportunity to provide clarity around accountability and make it a little bit more of a universal speak among leadership. So when we say the word accountability, there's a very common understanding of exactly what that means and what action we're going to take to pull people through it. Yeah, you hear it all the time, right? You hear, you know, hold this person accountable. We're going to we're going to stick to it. We're going to we're going to we're going to hold everybody accountable. We need, people need to be accountable. And I don't know if we always know what that means or how to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think there's other times where we set the accountability piece uh, yet there's this this glaring opportunity to follow through in a more efficient manner. And we're hoping and encouraging and assuming that the people that we're going to hold accountable are actually going to pull through it and do everything we say. But without that follow-up, we know the absent, you know, the absent coach often results in an action. Awesome. So when I, when I look at, and I look at times in, in my career where I've said to my boss, yes, I'm going to hold this person accountable. Um, and it's usually to a number is usually what I've kind of defaulted to this person's they're not hitting it yet. They're, they're struggling or they're not going to get there or there's some sort of metric that they're missing on and I'm going to hold them accountable to changing their actions. I don't know. I don't know if I ever had a good, a good way of saying I could check it off my list. Like, yep, they're now accountable. Like I, except for just closing them and getting them to agree to do it. That's kind of always where I learned lean to. It's interesting because I think I went through, you know, several, several different evolutions and I don't think one got necessarily better than the other, but I kept experimenting with different things because nobody provided me with a tactical playbook of general rules of the road, guardrails, something that I could kind of follow and then add a consistency around, uh, so that I was not only holding, um, that person accountable, but myself accountable to the follow-up. There were several times where, uh, one of my evolutionary learnings was, I didn't follow up in a timely manner, right? I didn't follow up with that person one week out or two weeks out or 30 days out. I missed that deadline because as leaders, we're exceptionally busy. Here's our opportunity and what I see now. Um, We got this question, what is accountability? How do you hold somebody accountable? And we had the chance to talk to Keith Rosen, um, who wrote the book for sales leadership and coaching salespeople into sales champions. Um, about accountability and how how do you how's what's the best way to hold a salesperson accountable here's what he said if you're a manager and you're trying to figure out how to hold people accountable what motivates them how to create alignment and buy-in to your point about enrollment which we'll talk about more and if they're sitting there banging their head against the wall trying to figure this out they're asking the wrong person ask your people Ask them what inspires them. What gets them out of bed every day? Why do they come to work every day? And what, what, how do they like to be held accountable? How do they like to be managed? These are the things where you're going to get clear answers based on each person's individuality rather than the manager making assumptions of how that person likes to be managed, motivated, or held accountable. And quite frankly, that leads into one of the toxic traps of leadership, which is don't coach in your own image. Okay. We need to coach in the way people like to be coached, supported, and motivated. 
not the way we like to be supported and motivated. So uh, that being said, would it would it help now to, to to share with you those three questions so all your managers can grab them and start using them immediately? Yes, please. Okay, you got it. Uh, so as we talked about a minute ago, rather than you trying to hold people accountable and guess how they like to be held accountable, you ask any you ask most direct reports how their managers hold them accountable. It's exactly what you shared or the accountability is micromanagement and and neither work and neither are long term solutions. So in the pure spirit of coaching. What if managers can just ask these three questions? Now, let's let's kind of set the stage. Let's presuppose you're in a good conversation with one of your direct reports. They're aligned with you. There's a level of trust. There's a good relationship. They know you come to them always with positive intent. Okay. Uh, now, at the end of a conversation, they have a go-do, whether it's quota, whether it's a deal they have to close for the quarter or for the month. Um, whether it's a sale they need to bring over the finish line. And at the end of that conversation, uh, in good form, the manager's going to ask, so, you know, what are your action steps to achieve this result? Unfortunately, managers stop right there. And then they wonder why no one's being held accountable because they're never following up. This so sounds the, about right. Well, well, we're pretty good about that. Asking your plan, you know, well, what's your action plan here in Emeticist? We used to call those uh, X to Y by when plans. Uh, we'd put them on big spreadsheets or, or in uh, PowerPoints. We'd put them up on the screen and we'd all look, take a look at them as a region and, and clap and look at them and then would never get any of it done. Yeah. And, and the, and the challenge that I see, I mean, you know, as well as I do, if, if you ask someone to do something and then as the manager, you don't follow up, what message did you just send to your people? Not a great one. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You guys don't worry about it. You don't have to be accountable. There is no consequence. So just keep doing what you're doing the way you want to do it. The additional message that is also sent, which managers don't realize is for those people that want to be coached, for those people that truly want to develop in their career, when they make a commitment to do something and they honor that commitment, or even if they don't and they're still looking for help, when the manager doesn't follow up, that person is thinking, well, gee, I guess that activity or result wasn't that important. And worse, I guess I'm not important. And then managers wonder why trust is being eroded every single day. So getting back to these three questions. Question number one, how do you like to be managed? Very simple question. Number two, <clears throat> After they have committed to a certain result or activity to achieve, that's going to sound like this. So how can I hold you accountable or be your accountability partner in a way that would sound positive and supporting and not like I'm micromanaging you? So let's stop right there. What are we doing? In pure coaching form, rather than think about, well, this is how I like to be held accountable, you know, just punch me right in the eye and I'll go do my work. And I, I, I don't, you know, you do that to some people, it's not going to work. They'll run away crying. And I've heard managers say I've made people cry. But when you ask this question, now each individual is giving you the rules of engagement. The second question is, how do you want me to follow up with you if you don't honor the commitments you make? 
How do you want me to bring it up? Again, the manager is not assuming when to follow up, how to follow up, what to say, which is all stressful for the manager, because a lot of times they feel like, oh, oh my God, accountability is confrontation. I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and avoid it and cross my fingers and hope the problem goes away. And as we all know, hope is not a strategy. But when you ask these two questions, your direct reports, your coachee is creating the rules of how, of how they want to be held accountable, how they want to be um, followed up with if they drop the ball. Now the manager is never the bad guy. They're just honoring the guidelines their direct reports set. It's that easy to hold people accountable. 